Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Have you ever said, I can't do this anymore? about something that you care so deeply about, it's because you're facing burnout. Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer, a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick. If you like this podcast, then you'll love my foundational course on identity called Finding Me. When you feel very unfulfilled in your life, it's often because you don't know what you want and need. Finding Me will help you figure that out. You can sign up with our new free buddy pass at aboutprogress.com slash finding me. We can experience burnout with the best of things. From our careers to child rearing, to even personal development. So what do you do when something you used to feel a lot of passion for and still do deep in your heart is weighing you down with stress, anxiety, and exhaustion? Today, you will get to hear a coaching call I did with a woman from our community named Sharon. She and I actually worked together as teachers in the Bay Area. Sharon was in the special ed department and I was a middle school English and history teacher. 
Sharon is one of those women who seem inexhaustible in their efforts. Her light, perseverance, cheerfulness, and strength were qualities that positively affected everyone around her and still do. But just like all of us, Sharon has faced big shifts in her life and career thanks to COVID. I think we all know how hard of a field education was even before the pandemic. But after, it's been especially challenging for all of my teacher buddies to navigate, and Sharon is no different. She already champions kids with special needs, but those needs have been exacerbated by the pandemic. There are staffing shortages and administrational challenges that are making her already difficult work even more demanding. Sharon loves her job and she loves her kids, but she often finds herself so stretched thin that she often thinks, I can't do this anymore. Just like those of you who are facing similar challenges, Sharon isn't ready to make bigger life decisions yet. So what can she and you do in the moment to better support herself through this burnout? In this coaching call, we navigate this complicated time for Sharon and help her learn how to access more support for herself so that she can show up to her responsibilities in ways she can feel proud of and you can too. Sharon, thanks for being willing to do this coaching call with me. It's my pleasure. Well, I would love for you to give us a little introduction. Tell us about you. Sounds good. I've been an educator for many years, but more specifically the last 25 years in special education. I bring that up because it's very close to my heart. I am a mom with two grown children now, and our youngest son is Nicholas, and he's a person with autism. And so it was through his journey I left general education and went into special ed and never looked back. And we have our first little grandson who's two years old, who's the joy of our life too. Yeah. And I love to work with kids, especially kids with special needs. And I love working with their parents. And I also enjoy teaching college students because I'm a part-time instructor for UMass Global. And I work with graduate students who are getting their special ed credentials. So trying to get good people out there um, in the field and in such a shortage, we, we definitely need them. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a joyful person and I'm so happy to be here and just come with an open heart and ready to chat. That's what I love about you. I love so much about you. And I think we should say you're also a doctor. You've got your PhD and Mm -hmm. I think that's super cool. Just all that you've done to fulfill this passion and purpose in your life. And we're here to talk about that a little bit tonight. So how about you tell us what's been going on and what you'd like to be coached on? Sounds good. I've been back in the classroom as a teacher, and it's been a really valuable experience, experiencing what it's like during COVID and Mm -hmm. just after COVID. And I have seen such a huge shift in the whole system, probably not surprisingly. The last few years, I've really grown and developed as an individual, both spiritually, physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. and I'm loving that road I'm going down. And I'm finding that my day-to-day, I have to call it grind right now in the classroom, yeah, sucks that out of me. 
Mm. If you were to see me in the classroom, you would have no clue, you know, that I was experiencing this, but, but I feel like I don't quite like who I've become while I'm in the classroom right now, which is unusual for me. I can feel it in my body. I can Mm. feel the stress, mental, emotional. I'm many times close to tears, just out of frustration often. And I thought, well, okay, looking at right now, you know, for the rest of this year, how can I stop and just find ways to be fulfilled Mm -hmm. in the moment in the classroom right now during this very turbulent time? Yeah. Um, I can look at other options for fall if I want to. I've done admin work in special education and also, you know, early retirement is kind of knocking at the door sometime Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of the grandbaby and all that, but bringing it back to the present, it's, it's just not a good feeling right now. Um, really stretching myself because there's a shortage of staffing. So are my assistants in the classroom, if, you know, there's consistently somebody out for whatever reason, which puts every, you know, puts us short in the classroom, given the fact that I work with 12 students with autism, pretty intensive needs to TK through second grade. Um, So it gets to be very, very taxing. And I always say you have to like be in really great shape and be able to run, you know, in a world of mine. But, you know, as I get a little older each year, that doesn't come as easily as it used to. So, so it just kind of feels like a ball of frustration, emotions more than anything, and would Mm -hmm. love to find some fulfillment in my day. You know, I'm just looking at everything you were saying. I, I like to write some notes down, you know, and just looking at, how difficult this has been, not only circumstantially, you know, you're, you're fighting, I wouldn't say a losing battle. That's, that's harsh to say, but it might, might feel like that right now. Just definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So circumstantially you're facing huge obstacles, ways that you've never had. And you are an extremely experienced teacher in ways that would try anybody, but also some internal shifts, Mm -hmm. internal competing needs and desires, because you've had this passion for so long, you've devoted your life to it. It was a great source of fulfillment for so many years. And so it's that competing with how you are currently feeling about it. Exactly. Okay. So to me, I think we can sum that up in one word and it's burnout. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Yeah, absolutely. With a capital B. And don't you think we can burn out on the best things? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No so, question. so let me ask you when you're coming to the table here, is it easier for you to frame this discussion on how can I find a way to deal with this burnout now? Or is it more, how can this burnout inform me of my next steps for the coming year? Oh, that's a great second part. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't thought of it in that way. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like a little bit of both maybe. Mm-hmm. However, if I I need to do something in the now, yeah. just to kind of help carry me through mm-hmm. the year, but also take the experience like you just suggested of how that's going to lead me, you know, for next year, basically. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like something needs to kind of happen right now. I agree with you. I mean, cause you're, yeah. you're still committed to this year and and at least finishing that out. So let's, let's do that, but let's also know 
on the table, we also have what's coming in the next year. And so we'll talk about just some things that you can have in mind mm-hmm. as you're moving through now to help you with next year. So we'll, we'll make sure we come to that. So let's start with just the fulfillment in the here and now. First, I want you to just describe like, what are the emotions going on for you? I know this might seem like, why are we talking about this? But <laughs> there's going to be a purpose. You described feeling like you're almost at tears sometimes or frustrated. Mm-hmm. What else do you feel? Um, right now. I can, you know, feel like my stomach just tighten or my muscles just tighten. Mm. Somebody, you know, comes in and says, I have to leave at noon today. And so it's a feeling of like tears of frustration and just a real tightening Mm-hmm. Uh, in my body. And I default to sometimes, oh my gosh, I just can't do this anymore. And then find myself a little frustrated after that thinking, I don't want to go there. I, I don't want to have those thoughts. That's not where I want my thoughts to shift when I'm feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, to me, that feels kind of like despair. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know, is new for me. Like I said, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And The reason I'm bringing this up is because I just want to like, if we can see what's going on, this is giving us information. Okay. On what your mind and your body is telling you about the here and now, and you already know why. So we don't have to dig into that as much. It's, it's staffing shortages. It's kids who did virtual learning for a long time, coming back to school with extreme needs. Any other circumstances that relate to this that we haven't brought up yet? Well, the students that I work with are are pretty involved. They would require someone with them at all times. And they're just really meeting the individual needs of the students. And some, you know, might have had a tough bus ride on the way over and come in and just break down in tears. And so there's a lot of emotions, both, Mm -hmm. you know, with students going on, which is normal. And then, you know, just really trying to love and comfort and give them a safe place while teaching them at the same time and establishing, helping them establish a few boundaries and, and things such as that. Okay. So while you're describing that, I mean, if you're looking at this with, even within your specialty, like, you know, this is dysregulation, right? Yes. Like you're just getting constant input. You're scanning the classroom constantly for issues. You're scanning your staffing. You're kind of in a fight or flight mode. That's a great way to put it. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And dysregulation, you're absolutely right. That's mm-hmm. like bingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, in order to help regulate these kids, you have to be feeling that way yourself, right? Regulated, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I know this well, both as a former teacher, although I only did it for three years <laughs> compared to <laughs> your 30 plus, but also as a mom of special needs of two kids who really yes. struggle with regulation. I want to back up here though, and just affirm in you that you are doing something that is heroic every day, Sharon, like that what you are doing is not only so heroic in every moment, but to do this day after day and year after year, it's incredible how, how passionate and how good of a job you've done for so long. And I just don't want you to get down this loop of blaming yourself for you being in a different space than you were even two years ago and being able to stay your usual regulated self. Let's, let's affirm how well you've done. And let's also affirm how understandable it is that you don't feel like your usual self in the classroom. 
Thank you. Because gosh, you know, I don't know that I've ever heard that really, you know, and it's a tough area of education to be in and education in general is, is very challenging, especially now. So thank you. I just want to, I want you to feel that in yourself because when you were describing your emotions earlier, I feel like there was one emotion or feeling that was left out. And to me, it's guilt. Mm. It's almost like guilt over the conflict. Right. It's not supposed to be that way. That's not how I'm put together. That's, you know, yeah. Why, why am I feeling this? Oh my gosh. I feel bad for feeling this, this Mm. way. I feel, I wish I could be a little more patient with the adults in the classroom, but it's, and I may not vocalize it, but internally it's just going on in my head, you know, the frustration and, and then sort of feeling guilty about how I feel. So definitely. So that just takes you down a constant loop, like a spiral down, right? Yeah. Kind of daily, you know, I, I bring myself up when I come home and take care of myself and then, and I can feel it starting, you know, as I'm approaching the parking lot. Yeah. Who's going to be out today? Oh my gosh. You know? Okay. So I feel like there are two paths we can go down and helping you with getting through this in ways that feel good, feel in alignment. And because, you know, even women who are listening, maybe they're not in the same career or you know, position you are in right now, but they know what burnout feels like. Definitely. You know, even with the best of things, even if the burnout is, you know, being with three little kids, you know, and, or burnout in their own jobs. And that loop we just described of that self-judgment exacerbates that spiral down. It deepens it. So I want to talk about that, but the other path I have. So one is one is to learn how to settle ourselves down with the self-judgment loop that comes up. So I want to talk about that, like in the moment, what can I do with this dysregulation, like judgment spiral? And then the other path I'm thinking of is how to have more support internally Mm. outside of school hours. Yes, yes, yes. That really feels good. path would you like to start with? Maybe more support internally. Okay. Outside of school or in the moment? Uh, In the moment. In the moment. Let's talk there. Okay. So we were able to identify some of the feelings as well as the thoughts, but if you're like me in the moment, I'm not feeling the feelings. I'm not thinking the thoughts. I'm just experiencing the bodily sensations. I'm not even fully aware of those. Some people can cue in pretty easily to their emotions. Other people can cue in pretty easily to their thoughts or maybe easier, not easily. And other people cue in more easily to their bodies. So of those three, what is something that would be easier for you in the moment to track for yourself? Is it like the bodily sensations of like the racing heart or like the clenching, or is it the feeling or thought? They all work together, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the thought, which then creates my bodily reactions. So that, yeah, reactive fight or flight Mm -hmm. thought that goes through my head Okay, in that moment. Yeah. Can you cue into what is, what is often a thought that comes in? Is it 
the one you said earlier, I think was, I think I did. I think I wrote down constant vigilance <laughs> for <laughs> Harry Potter instead of the thought you said, but it was like, can I do this? Like, or I can't do this. Yeah. Or, I, I can't do this anymore. Okay. I can't do this anymore. Okay. That that's really good that we can cue into that thought. Yeah. I was just thinking it's more like, I, I just don't have my stamina to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have the stamina anymore, mm-hmm. um, more mental and emotional. Sure. And then, you know, then physical, but, um, yeah, it's a feeling of just total burnout. I, my mind's going, Oh, I just can't do this anymore. Yes. Yeah. And that's definitely despair for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. So let's say that that happens. A staff is not showing up that day and you are feeling those feelings. You're having those bodily sensations, but primarily you can hear that thought. I can't mm-hmm. do this anymore. I love talking to teachers because I don't have to teach you what this stuff means, but like <laughs> brain body connection, right? Totally. That's where I would start with you is yeah. what is one thing you can do with your body to, to slow down this whole loop of thoughts, like body reactions, feelings, but what's one thing we can do to kind of stop it. Is it a hand on the heart? Is it a deep breath? Is it, is it like standing and stretching? Like, is there something you could do with your body that wouldn't feel too weird for you? Yes. (laughs) The cycle. Um, Yes. I, I think that's a wonderful idea. And it could be two of those things that you mentioned so easily as a deep breath and maybe just hand to the heart. And as I'm thinking, you know, maybe too, it's just a walk to the adult bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, go use the adult bathroom and yes. then walk back, yes. you know, just to, because I think when those things occur, when I can do that, it sort of brings me back to a better level of consciousness of what's going on. I think that's regulating, um, you know? Yeah. Regulating that movement. Okay, good. So yeah. Let's say though, in the worst of moments, you can't walk, but ideally that's something you can do if you're not calming down, but let's say in the worst of moments, you say like you have multiple kids who need you right. Then you are short on staff. That thought comes in. I can't do this anymore. Yes, definitely. Okay. Deep breath in a. Over and sometimes it might take a couple deep breaths, yeah. you know, but in the worst of times, it's just a one deep breath hand on the heart. This, this sounds so woo woo is, is, is maybe inserting a mantra here too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all into that. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. The thing I love about mantras is it sound it's like a positive affirmation, mm-hmm. but it's, but it's done in a different way. It's used as a tool. It's a tool and it's very specific to the thing you are facing. And it's also, it's grounded in truth. Absolutely. So we don't have to do Pollyanna here and right. say like, I'm the best teacher in the world, you know, although you are, you know, but <laughs> you don't have to go that route, but it can be something else that grounds you. It can be an I statement of sorts. Is there anything yes. that naturally comes up for you? They're like, this would help me feel in, in control, or at least like I have a choice. And maybe it's that I have a choice. I definitely. What else? I just embrace the moment trying to think here. Yeah. I'm trying I know, to know. Don't worry. This is a brainstorm. Yeah. 
because I can't do this anymore. What we're trying to combat is the despair. So how do you want to feel in these moments of pressing needs, lots of sensory input, lack of support all at once? How do you want to feel in the face of that? More relaxed, maybe even just stopping the chatter in my head. Centered? Centered. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Centered, balanced, Mm -hmm. balanced, and just a calmness. Okay. Calm. Yeah. Just calm. Okay. And the reason why I want to get clear about that is because despair is when we kind of keep with the rapid thoughts and then like the body, like hyperventilate, like whatever tense kind of things come up, it just kind of, so we want to find a mantra that helps you get centered or calm or feel balanced. And I'm going to brainstorm with you too, but let's, let's, let's go back and forth on this a little bit. Cause sometimes it takes okay. a bit of brainstorming to get there. I can embrace the moment could be one for sure. I am the right person for this room. I am the right That's person true. for this job. It's true. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I am making a difference. Ooh, yes. Yeah. I am making a difference. This work matters. This work matters. Great one. Mm-hmm. And then if we go back to some other things that help you feel calm, like I, I have what I need to serve these kids or I am capable of serving these kids. Yes. And I have all the resources I need to serve these kids. I have the passion to serve. Ooh. these kids. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Anything else coming up? All is good. Mm. Yeah. All is good. Mm-hmm. Or all is good within me. Ooh. Okay. Of these, what makes you feel calm? Definitely the last one. Mm-hmm. And I am making a difference. Okay. So those two really speak to me, I think. And I think because what it's doing is it's recentering you and why you do this work. And also helping you feel the calm you need to have the presence of mind to step in as the leader in this classroom. Yes. Yes. To choose the hard work because part of the despair is the feeling like you can't choose. Yes. Right. You have no control over who's coming, what they're doing, how the kids are showing up. And it's a, it's a place of not control, right? Right. And actually, honestly, we haven't had a principal all year either. So, oh my gosh. You know, so that's, you know, there's not even someone up at top you can go to. So let's just do a quick check-in then. Are, are you feeling okay up to this point? Yes. Really, really good. Yeah. And I just thinking back on the mantras, really, I can already tell it just sort of touched my heart already. Like, okay. Yeah. I can, I can see how I can visualize how that could make a difference for me in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Here's another weird thing I'm going to tell you to do. Okay. Is after we get off this call, Mm -hmm. if you can spend even three minutes Mm -hmm. imagining you're in a scenario where those feelings are coming up and that thought is coming up Mm -hmm. and I want you to practice the deep breath and the hand on the heart and the mantra and practice feeling calm and centered. And it's going to feel so weird. (laughs) And you're going to be like kind of doing some brain loops on that too, but practice it. If you can at least once, 
And, and if you can, maybe it's a nightly thing Absolutely. for a little while. Yes. Cause as you know, that's the whole brain body connection too, is you practicing it outside the moment. Absolutely. Your brain can be triggered and body into doing it in the moment. And obviously it can, it's useful in other aspects of our daily lives too, you know, even outside of work. So definitely another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we've got an in the moment one. So now what I would like to do is just touch on fulfillment outside, because I feel like that might take a whole other coaching session because in and of itself, there's a lot of shoulds going on right after work. There's responsibilities, there's other needs, there's family, there's your grandchild, you know, there's preparing for the next day. Teaching is not a seven hour job. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, you're so right. My gosh. So here's what I just want you to think of. I want you to just have a framework for this outside of work fulfillment time. And the framework to me goes back to the feelings again. Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel outside of your school hours in order to feel like yourself? Really? Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel? I would like to feel more energized and this isn't really a feeling, but maybe if I say it, we can figure out a feeling, but yeah. I, I always feel like there's just not enough time, but when I leave school and get home for basically fulfillment, you know, mm. I just, I'm pretty tired. So like rushed, rushed. stretch, stretch thin. Yeah. Okay. And so to replace those things, you want to feel energized and like to have more time, but that's not really a feeling maybe present, maybe present. Yeah. Less tired. Mm-hmm. So what we want to think of are, what are some things you could do that would help you feel energized and present? Right. Are there any that come to mind that might already fit the bill? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. A 20, a 20 minute workout would do that. Yeah. Really <laughs> yes. But you're already, you know, tired, right? So that's the hard part. Yeah. But, but, you know, there's. Like, for example, today I noticed when I got out of the car, my goodness, it was beautiful out. And I do lots of walking on the weekends and holidays and, you know, yeah. all that. But the Monday through Friday is a little tougher just because of the way I'm feeling. And I thought, ah, you could steal a 20 minute walk in right now, you know, I, yes. you know, and I'm like, yes, but yeah, I was going to say, did you do it? <laughs> I did not do it. No. No, anyway, but That's yeah, okay. I, That's that, good that comes right to mind of, because when I do, you know, I think I even wrote it on Facebook recently, something I had done. I 
threw in an extra workout this week and that was like new and it was fun and it was great. Yeah. I feel so good afterwards. Okay. Well, that's good. And, and I, what I love about this is you already gave yourself the version you can do without it having to be a huge production, a walk. All you have to do is you can walk on the same clothes you're in really. That's true. And, and put on, I mean, maybe I felt like I wore orthopedic shoes as a teacher because I had to, so maybe you can wear the same ones or maybe you want to switch over. Okay. That's, that's good to know. What else helps you feel energized and present or, or present doesn't have to be. And Um, I think also reading as opposed to going on the iPad and watching Mm -hmm. something. Yes. Um, I love to read, but I get stuck on Oh, tonight I'll just, you know, I want to catch up on this series or something like that. And I reading calms me a lot because it's quiet and I can escape in my thoughts when I read. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? And if not, that's okay. But I like to have a whole little list to look at, you know, of course, showering or taking a bath or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what I love is that a lot of this is doable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right now we have a wish. The wish is during this fulfillment time is I wish I could feel more energized and present. Mm-hmm. The, the outcome we want is for you to have one of these things that becomes a habit after work, Yes, whether it's a 20 minute workout or a short reading session or a shower, or just like a walk every day. Like we want a habit, right? So we have some ideas on what that habit could be, but I now want to talk about what are the obstacles that are getting in the way? Probably just thoughts. You did that today, right? With the walk, you said, but, but But, what what was the, but what was after that? (laughs) But I think I need to go in and take a little rest before I talk to Monica tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe that one was you actually getting present. True. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. That's very true. On a typical day, then what would, what would prevent you from taking care of yourself in this small way? I'm so tired and burned out from the day at work. I just can't do anything. Okay. Exhaustion. Mm -hmm. What do what do you typically do when you come in the door? Tidy up a little bit in the kitchen, feed the cat and then visit with the neighborhood cats. Yeah. Because they all love me. Yeah. They follow me (laughs) all over the place. But then usually, usually I'm on my computer with some work stuff. And at the same time, thinking about dinner, checking in with my husband, see what time he'll be home. Mm -hmm. And by the time all that's said and done, it's, I'm pretty beat by seven. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be, I know you get up like at five, so Uh (laughs) you should be beat. Let me ask you a question. Is there a way for you to not have to go to your computer or do those things have to be done no matter what? No, there, no. The only time, I mean, I really need to do go to my computer is if I'm doing teaching a night class. Okay. That has, that's a sense of fun for me too. You know, yeah. I, I kind of like it. So it's, it's not like the day-to-day grind okay. um, or, you know, I'm prepping for an IEP meeting, which is not all the time. Okay. So, so no, not necessarily. Uh-uh. And if you do have to do an IEP prep or you have to do something with like preparing for your class or getting that set up, is that something you could 
delay till a little bit later? Could could it happen either right before or right after dinner? Oh, definitely. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it can be delayed a little bit. It can be delayed a little bit. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. So this to me is the, a combination of exhaustion, but also weirdly, you're not resting. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're just further using your energy, right? Yeah. The small yeah, amount right. that's there. Yeah. You're right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to come up with a plan. Awesome. Okay. And and the, the, again, the whole outcome of this plan is for you to have an easy habit that helps you feel energized and present at the end of the day. And when I say easy, I mean, 10 minutes, we're going to start with five or 10 minutes. That's it. And with time you'll build. Ah, doable. Definitely has to be doable. And the other thing, it has to be so easy that you can do it on your worst of day. So that way it's always there. And I, I mean, like a five minute walk around the block is your (laughs) baseline. I do that every day. I can just put my bags down, feed the cat because that probably needs to happen. But I go immediately around the block or down the street and back. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I love that. Okay. That was an idea. I'm sorry. I, I, I shouldn't have just told you, but what would, what would, what would work for you? Something no, so that, easy. you know, it's usually I go somewhere to do, you know, my, my workout for my walking, but you're right. I don't have to necessarily do that when it's just, when I come home and just maybe, like you said, just down the block usually turns into probably about 30 minutes. Cause I start to really enjoy it. Yes. Um, you know, but I also do, I have a very cool app and I know there's one, I use one, the one that you use as well too, just to go and do some exercise at home. Yeah. But it's mostly just getting myself there to do it without excuses. So ideally this could be something like you go for a 10 minute walk as your warm up. And then you do a 20 minute workout when, when, right. When you come back, cause you already have the momentum going, right. That's the key. Cause you're right. I would be very likely to do the work, like, you know, the workout afterwards, but, but here's the thing. That's still the ideal for now. Eventually that could become your baseline habit, but at the beginning, your baseline needs to be lower than that. So that way, because again, the biggest key to habit formation is consistency. And now I'm teaching you all about habits. I'm sorry. I'm like overloading you. Um, There's way more to say on that, but having a baseline, the easiest way you can do something on the worst of days is what helps you maintain consistency. Because once you are consistent, then you can build very easily. But if you're going for broke, like tomorrow, let's say you, you do that whole thing and it feels good for one day. Or you can't even do it for one day because it's too much. Regardless, the next day or the day after that, or in two weeks, it's going to be too much. Yes. Agree. Yeah. So on your worst of days, we're going to say, I'm going to go on a five minute walk. Okay. But here's, here's the trick. 
you have to limit yourself to just that baseline for the first week. Oh, okay. Okay. Because otherwise, if you're only thinking about the ideal, you're going to look at that five minute walk and say, what's the point? That's so true. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It reminds me of scaffolding, you know, right? Yeah, that's perfect. Yes. And so this will build. This will build. I have no doubt. But in the beginning, you have to force yourself to only do the baseline. Cause again, you're like hijacking your brain and you're saying, this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. Yeah. Now. Yes. Yes. It makes a lot of sense. So does that sound doable for you? It does sound doable. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to try it. So we're going to say when I'm done feeding the cat, cause okay. that doesn't like something you need to do. Then I'll take a five minute walk. Does that sound Absolutely. right? Perfect. Yes. Okay. That's it. And as your friend and like pseudo coach here, like you can email me if you want for accountability, or even if you just want to email me in a week and said, Hey, say I did this or this, this came up and I can help you through it. Okay. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we've got that. And and with time, it will build to an ideal, like a whole 20 or 30 minute workout. Okay. Yes. Makes sense. So listen, we've, we've talked about a lot of good things. We've talked about how to calm you down in the middle. We've, we've talked about how to find more fulfillment and energy outside of the classroom. I want to coach you about all the other stuff, but here's what we're going to do instead of that, just because that will be more in time intensive. And mm-hmm. also I don't think we're totally ready for this yet. Okay. Or the decisions that you need to make about your next year. Yes. Hmm. What I, I just want to give you one word. And it's curiosity. Ah, I love that. No judgments, just curiosity. Mm -hmm. Just get curious. In the moment, you can get curious with your job, you know, and just think like, how can I do this in a way that feels more enjoyable or good? But you can also get curious in the bigger picture. What's another way for me to find the fulfillment I used to feel at work in other ways? What would it look like if I got talk more, taught more classes with college? Mm-hmm. Hmm, I wonder what semi-retirement could look like. Oh, I wonder what full, like what just curiosity. Okay. I love that. Instead of making a, you know, decisions out of fear. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And judgment. Right. Which I think you can easily do after 30 years. of being devoted to such an amazing cause of getting down that judgment loop of like, you know, like how, how could I feel this way after I've worked so hard? I've done so much good. Just like that teacher that quit after a year. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. Just amazing. Okay. Curiosity. It's, It's lovely to be heard. So thank you. Well, this is great. I'm amazed by you, Sharon. This has been a joy for me to reconnect with you. Yeah. Thank you for being willing to coach with me. My pleasure. Anytime.
I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. And I'm sure you're just loving Sharon, just like anyone is who gets to meet her. I'm so glad she agreed to be coached on the call for you. Here are the progress pointers from this episode, and this is kind of the Cliff Notes version of the episode. Those on my Go Getter newsletter get this in a graphic form each week. Number one, we can get burnout even with the very best of things. One thing that really exacerbates that burnout is the shame and self-blame we couple with it. Number two, you can consider bigger life decisions, but in the meantime, your goal can be to better support yourself both in the moment and outside of those responsibilities leading to burnout too. For number three, sorry, for in the moment support, cue into the triggering emotions, thoughts, and feelings, and link them to a new body brain behavior, like a deep breath and a mantra. Number four, for more support outside of your responsibilities, create a small habit that creates the emotions you want to feel. And number five, choose curiosity to move forward as you make bigger decisions about your burnout. Your do something challenge this week is to try the deep breath and the mantra. And you kind of pair that with whatever is making you feel burnt out. Okay. And when you do that, I'd love to hear about it. And that means I get to spotlight one of you on the show each week. This week, our progressor spotlight is April from Instagram. She commented about a way that she tries to make her get some momentum and feel good about the work she's doing. I loved her idea. She said, I have a happy face stamp to use at work when I finish a job on my piece of paper. So elementary and satisfying. That was such a cute idea. I love it, April. And thanks for participating in our community. Was this episode helpful for you? Here are two free and easy ways for you to help the podcast in return. The first is to just share about the show. And the second is to leave a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As I've been saying the last couple of weeks, it's been a couple months since we've had a rating and review. If you can take an, a little bit of extra time and do that for me today, especially on Apple Pod- Podcasts, I would be so grateful. Thank you for listening. Now go and do something with what you learned today. And then this is so like, I don't know if the word is hooky. No. (laughs) Hooky? It feels like I can't pronounce it. I feel like I just know how to read it. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.